what you listen to Man, what they talking about they talking I got about? my hand up on that knob Trying to figure trying out to figure It out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject what? Cause they keep it 100 and them callers love it The real show got you tuned in, rave action uh. Bad chick texting uh. what's happening They ain't hit you, 5 o'clock news The whole stupid blunt sharing their point of view uh. They going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you Got you up to date with the latest With music and what's trending, that's basic On primetime hours, you can never go wrong Can get night with music and what's going on on your neck of the woods like hey our rock on today like feeling entertained with the radio show Tuesday Thursday take another let them know let them tell the phone rings yeah I'm on this thing Thanks for tuning in to another Tuesday edition of the radio show. We thank you for listening. He gets the, another high-budget applause for that one. Yes, another Tuesday. Blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. Got the entire crew here. You got ATL Diva, your boy Cujo, Easy Tiki Blue, The Jerk, I'm M16. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Guys, we're back for another Tuesday. How's everybody feeling? Ready to uh, get into some shenanigans this week again? I'm sure you are. So excited. Very excited. Yay. Yay. <laughs> We're just here so we don't get fined. <laughs> that's what that's for? No. Who's going to find you? It ain't going to be me. No, dude, it's a joke. You're supposed to laugh. Like, you get it. Uh-huh. I, I won't say I'm, I'm nice uh-huh. all the time, aren't I? Yes, Diva, right? Come on. Yeah, like Come the on, rain we... has been so great today. Did you guys see how much rain you got? It's all. Yeah, I don't think we have a drought. No, I'm just kidding. You are always nice. Sarcastic? Yes. Nice? Yes. So, however, that Sour Patch Kid goes together, that's you. Yeah, you know. Oh, wow. I try. Sour. Well, <laughs> well, um, to everybody that is out there listening, um, if you want to hit us up, you can do that. You can uh, text the show, 678-800-1677. You can um, give us a call, 516-387-1805. I hate to be that guy. Somebody, like, somebody's volume is up. Somebody turn your volume down. We echo. House cleaning on the air. I thought that was you chewing on something. Nah, 
Nah, it's one of those where somebody calls no, into the radio somebody's station. Like, not on your radio mute. Down? Somebody's definitely not on mute. Okay. So whoever did fix it. Uh, I love house cleaning right at the beginning. Or you can uh, email us, the radio social inbox at gmail.com if you want to hit us up. All right. Where to begin? I know exactly where we can begin since we talked about shenanigans. The Republican National Convention. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I I can speak for myself, and I might be able to speak to another couple of the members on the show that we didn't watch this shit. But I know somebody that did check it out. Easy, man. Tell us all about what you saw of this circus, and maybe we can react to what was going on, because I don't think anybody on the panel actually watched this. Okay, so I made a real quick pros and cons, and then just kind of like a quick um, highlight that we can talk about. So um, I don't really know if they're pros and cons, so I'm going to just kind of list everything. So um, right before the convention, the the RNC said they have no platform. Uh, They basically put in writing that they don't have a platform this year, and whatever Trump and his administration want to do, that's what they're going to do. So that's great. Um, If you didn't watch it, it's everything you thought it would be. Um, A bunch of white people getting up there um, talking about how great Trump is and basically they were trying to scare other people into voting for them. Uh, More diversity in regards to the speakers than I thought they would have on the first night. You had um, three speakers of color and then you had Nikki Haley who's also um, a woman of color who spoke Obviously, there was no diversity in regards to the base. Um, they did show different clips of people in different states, and you can guess that there was not much diversity there. Um, a lot of the speeches were pre-recorded um, more than the DNC, which I thought was interesting. It seemed like everybody did their speech from this one platform. They did like an awkward American flag transition, then went to the next speaker. Um, production wasn't all that great. Um, some of the speeches, like I said, was most of the same stuff. Scare tactics, um, America's great. Do you really want the police to go away? Do you really want um, your cities to continue to be destroyed? They're trying to destroy the suburbs. That was kind of like the common themes of the night. Um, interesting takes. Joe Biden got compared to the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> by one of the speakers. Um, a nurse who has been fighting COVID says that President Trump has the virus under control. Um, one of the speakers whose daughter got killed in the, one of the Florida school shootings a few years back, he said people are the problem, not guns. And then they had a clip of Trump talking to some citizens in North Carolina, and they didn't sit down. They basically stand it in like a V-shaped stance and just kind of looked at him, and it was just very awkward. So that's basically the first night in a nutshell. Standard. Okay. I was literally typing that in the in the bedroom chat room. Did he just say stand? He said all that, and that's what you got. I love this show so much. 
Well, I mean, it's a perfect word to wrap it up because it sounded like that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> a bunch of I didn't random really, confusion. I didn't watch this, but you know how I got like the rundown, who I actually got the rundown from, which is pretty accurate and interesting. Plies on Instagram, who if anybody follows Plies knows he is hilarious, but he'd be trying to tell the truth, though. So he was just on Instagram going, let me just ask you a question. He's like, why white people do, in order to get a vote, do people have to scare you without any real facts of anything that's going to benefit you to just scare you into voting for them? Oh, people are going to take over your neighborhoods. Oh, if you call the police, they're not going to come. Or the immigrants are trying to take your job. So did anybody else watch it besides Easy? I I forgot. I I didn't watch it. No, I mean, Plaza is pretty accurate. I mean, it was really just a lot of a lot of scare tactics. Um, wow. It didn't feel like a lot. Like, just the first night of the DNC to the RNC, like, a lot of people that spoke at the convention in the DNC, they did, a, like, a lot mm-hmm. of personal vouching for Joe Biden. Like, you could tell that a lot of people had relationships with him. Mm-hmm. Um, in the RNC, it didn't feel that way. Like, Herschel Walker oh. obviously was like, you know, he had a pretty line, whatever you want to call it. Uh, where he was like, hey, uh, I've known Trump for 37 years. I would never be a a friend with a racist. Um, but there was not a lot of vouching for him. It was more of just, he's great, and do you really want to let the evil come back into America? Hmm. It almost sounds like Trump easy. wrote all of their speeches. So it did. With this like, whole here, thing, basically, if, if we're doing a Cliff Notes version, is it let me see. I didn't watch this, but I'm going to give it a shot. So the Democrats are going to take your guns. They're going to defund the police. Um, they're going to make you wear masks. And America, as you know it, is not going to be what you want. Am I in the ballpark? Am I around? Uh, in the ballpark. In the ballpark for sure. The vi- coronavirus wasn't mentioned a lot, which I've have to oh, well that, assume they, they did not plan. They wanted it that way, but they did not talk about COVID a lot. They really just talked about your constitutional freedoms will be taken away if you vote for Joe Biden. The police, they're trying to defund the police. They're trying to take your guns. They're trying to to take over the suburbs. Who is they? Like, I, I don't know if they follow DJ Khaled, but who's they? Who are these they people that they're speaking of? Uh, if I just I had like to take a say. wild guess. So how how many nights is this? It's supposed to be three nights of this? Is that right? Uh, it's the last night Thursday. So tonight, um, Trump's wife is gonna you know steal somebody's speech and and repeat it tonight. I, I forgot who's speaking tomorrow. I think it's Pence tomorrow. And then Trump uh, speaks on Thursday. Oh, I forgot to even mention that the the conference kicked off with him having a press conference in North Carolina. There were at least 40 people in the room, no mask, nothing. And he went on like a one-hour tangent about the media and a bunch of other stuff. So I forgot to even mention that that's how the convention began. He needs to find a new shtick for real because – it's going to get 
way played out and boring. But it, there were two things that I heard about it that kind of took me aback. One was he really wanted to speak every day. He wanted an active speaking role every day, which is part of the reason he put on the press conference yesterday morning. And when I saw the lineup, I was sitting there looking at it like, who the fuck are these people? Like, there's nobody really standing up to do anything. And there are five Trump speaking. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so how they got, a lot I don't know how they got Tiffany in there because Tiffany is a lot of his family Democrat. speaking. Yeah, a lot of his family speaking. A lot of the people that spoke last night were didn't hold any kind of government offices. Um, really, he's been successful just talking to his base and getting them pissed off, and nothing really changed about that yesterday. Like, as somebody who was watching it that obviously doesn't think like them or agree with, like, what they are trying to do, they in no way, shape, or form are trying to convince anybody to think the way they do. They are literally just talking to the people that they know are already with them. And what's funny about that is he doesn't realize that that's not enough people to get him elected. Like a lot of the people that voted with him last time were really voting against Hillary because Republicans did a master class job of making her look bad for like the last 10 years. So I don't think they have that, that strong enemy us versus them thing going with, with uh, Biden because he's not really that as far left as they try to portray him. And Kamala damn sure isn't. So Yeah, I think I think Kamala Harris I, I I wouldn't say her record is squeaky clean, but there's not one thing that they can go attack her on. And she was rarely mentioned last night. A lot of the attacks were towards Joe Biden, but I mean, I get what you're saying that that's not going to get him reelected, but let's just face it, that that base is way more reliable about going to the polls than any other base that you want to call it. Like, people that are with Trump are proudly for Trump. Oh, yeah, no, that, I fully agree. What I I said was, I don't think he understands that that's not enough people. His, His only path to this, because he's not reaching out to larger groups. He's not going to get that wider broth that he got last time because they didn't know who he was and they thought he had a chance of doing something well. All he has is that singular base. So his only real chance is getting people not to show up. The The least amount of votes yeah. cast is his best chance of winning. Yeah, and there were a lot of mentions about um, rigging the election and Voting by mail, so there was a few jabs about that too. I think it's going to be the Obama effect all over again. You know, there's a lot of people who are hooping and hollering and bitching about they're not voting for Obama and this and that, and then when they go in the in the room and close the door, the dude won two terms. So I think it's the more middle class and top percent that's probably going to vote for Biden, especially when they're looking at the economy and business and. They're going to weigh their options, so they're not as loyal. I mean, if they had a better Republican, they might vote Republican, but because they don't want any more of him, I think that will definitely swing their vote towards Biden. Plus, they're going to be like, well, Biden's already kind of been a part of office for eight years, and things weren't horrible, so maybe we give him a shot. I mean, I think that's what's going to happen. And hell, he's been in <laughs> government for 50 years. I mean, it's... He really has, you know. <laughs> 
But if and vice somebody president can never embarrass us, so there you go. Yeah, somebody <laughs> used that in their speech as if that was a negative thing. He's been in government for 40-some years. Do you really want somebody that's been in government for 40-some years, or do you want new and fresh ideas? It's like, uh, what? <laughs> so I got a question for, for, for everybody, if I can, and um, see how you feel about it. Because I was watching um, – I watched Biden's speech from last week, and I was saying to myself, like, yeah, the alternative is very bad. But I didn't feel this ringing confidence either. Like, I didn't get the feeling from it that I thought I would get as far as feeling this ringing confidence of new. I just, I guess I'm still stuck in this whole, like, this is the best we can do type thing. So do you feel more or less confident? I, 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 pre- I have a pretty good idea about the way everybody on the show is swaying, so I'm not trying to, like, reveal your hand on politics. But what I'm saying is, if you're somebody that's for Biden, is he just ringing confidence from you like let me like tiki let me start with asking you do you feel this ringing confidence with biden uh, in this whole thing i mean honestly i would have preferred if he had ran in 2016 but i feel like after bo died he just his heart wasn't in it and it was probably just too much for him so that's why he sat out so i think this one is more like this, this him running for now is more like okay, you know I've been working towards this. This has been the plan for since forever, you know. Like let me just go ahead and do it. It's almost like a prophecy fulfilled type situation. I'm not over the moon excited about him this term as I was in 2016, but in comparison to the alternatives, I'm gonna sign up for it. <laughs> Gotcha. Is that, Which that it sounds like, sounds like most people. Yeah, it it, it does. Yeah. Kuja, are you Kuja, are you around here? I don't want to like. Do we do we got? Kuja? Yep. Yep. All right. We hadn't we hadn't heard enough from you, man. Um, are you ringing with confidence? If you're somebody that's considering Biden, would you be you know feeling real confident about the alternative? I don't know any. I don't know anything about him. I don't like him. I don't. I don't feel confident. That's contradictory. I know enough about him, but I just. I don't like him. He doesn't. He, I don't get a good vibe from him. But it is. I mean. I mean. I think everybody's kind of. You know, in, in unison, we're acquiring the same in that it is better than alternative. So. I guess that is the 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 theme of it. Um, so, <laughs> if you're somebody, uh, as the jerk is jerk. If, okay, so let's just say for a second that you're somebody that's undecided. Is there anything that either one of them could do that could push you the other way? Is there one thing that one of them could say that could push you in any different direction? If you're somebody who's undecided at this point, you just have you just don't like them both. It's like Hillary in 2016. It's like Trump. You don't know what to do. Is there anything that either one of them could do that could tip you either way, if you're that person? If I'm undecided this far in, I don't think I'm voting. Period. Like, I mean, it, it's, I mean, where have you been, kind of thing. I mean, so as far as yeah. undecided, I, quite frankly, I, I don't really consider undecideds very much anyway. I, I can't figure out their mindset on uh, 
it, it doesn't really make sense to me because I know you don't have to always be one way or the other all the time because there's some things that view on one side, some things that view on the other. Some things on both sides, I think, are just complete non-starters because they just don't make no fucking sense. But uh, if I, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you anything about an undecided person. There's nothing Trump could do that would make me change my mind about him because he's he's proven to be exactly what he was professionally a failure. I mean, he, and we 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 had enough of that with Bush, and there was as far as enthusiasm goes. I think right now there's so much panic and fear in the air and uncertainty that politics has gotten back to politics as normal and people aren't really sure what that looks like because everybody was all pumped and circumstance with hope and change. By, by Obama's <laughs> second term, people were not as ecstatic. They were not. They didn't get the turnout the second time. And then when this came around, we didn't show up because – or Democrats didn't show up because – the fear of God had been putting to everybody about Hillary. And now Biden's just there. I mean, but to be perfectly honest with you, there aren't any strong candidates on either side. Like there's nobody in the wings right now that has like a coalescing vibe about them that just brings in one side or the other entirely together. Cause the Bernie or bus people, they, God knows what they're going to do this election. Just like he's got his, he's got his base set constituency just like Trump has his. So I, I don't, it's sad, but it's back to what how politics always was. I mean, this is where it has always been. It was never a sideshow this time. It's a sideshow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It it does like that. It does get you that feeling like that. Easy, you said you had uh, uh, another point to get in here. Close us out, man. Yeah, so I think last thing, um, just to Cujo's, not to Cujo, to Jerk's point, um, this go-round, a lot of people, if you just look at the polls and you read them, a lot of people kind of have their mind made up, whereas in 2016, a lot of people went into the election day undecided, and a lot of those people went Trump's way. So I think everybody's kind of have kind of has their mind made up and I don't think it's going to be it's going to be tough to sway somebody another way. I think everybody's just kind of ready to get the election over with. Yeah, um it's a lot going on with that um the whole thing and before we transition, I didn't want to Diva, I didn't want to forget you at all. If you had something else to get off your chest, you know, of course Please express yourself. If not, we can, you know, close the chapter on the political talk and, you know, keep it moving. Well, I just have a really quick comment. I mean, honestly, I just really think we've got to start getting politicians in there that's under under 65, I think, because it's the same stuff. And they, they, they really can't connect. I mean, all of these politicians are well over 65, and they still are completely disconnected, whether they're Democrat, Republican, or independent a lot. I mean, some of the independents tend to be a little bit younger, but, I mean, I really do think the best thing about Obama was because of his age, he could kind of connect to both sides, and they are just still on the same political 
rhetoric, which is the same five or six topics that they always talk about, but not give any actual detailed information. So, I mean, I don't have confidence in Biden. I, I don't have confidence in any of them, to be honest. So, I mean, we'll just see. I think it's just back to Obama just did things different, and then this is just back to the same rhetoric. I don't really think politics is going to super change with Biden because he has been in office all those years, and it's been the same stuff. So, you know, we still stay black and live. So try not to die. That's all I have. Yeah, that's a great point, Diva. If you were expecting Joe Biden to just come out and give you that Barack Obama (laughs) all – after a speech that you were just asking yourself for disappointment. <laughs> was not happening. Was not happening. Mm-mm. All right, so with this one, we're going to close the chapter on politics talk with the high budget applause. <laughs> Always interesting when we bring that stuff up. But, uh, again, thanks to everybody that's out there checking out the radio show. We appreciate you taking the time to check us out. Um, coming around the corner, we got a uh, a triple play of underground music. One second, I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Um, got a couple of quick show news and notes here for folks listening. We got two uh, aftermath podcasts from this past weekend. Saturday, uh, we talked to a young artist by the name of Tiffany Graham. Uh, she was excellent. Um, we learned a lot about, you know, just you know how she does her thing and why a certain amount of, or a certain type of painting costs what it does. We just learned a lot of stuff from her about that. Then on Sunday, we talked to our author and uh, entrepreneur, Charletta Denise. Um, We talked to her about her book and also her nonprofit organization as well. Coming up this weekend, um, more aftermaths coming on Saturday. Actually, um, we actually easy and I are going to talk to a guy who's become a friend of the show, Stuart Gatsby. We're actually uh, that aftermath is actually going to be our first video uh, interview that we're doing to you know help push us along into that one. So that's going to be cool. And then on Sunday we're going to talk to a recording artist by the name of Kennedy Lane. All right. So those are coming this weekend for your listening pleasure. Uh, Another thing is that our theme song is getting an upgrade as well as our background music are all getting an upgrade. Um, we're working with Barry X to get that going. Theme song sounds really good so far. He's working on that. And we also added in another friend of the show, a producer by the name of Savage, who's from Toronto, who will be providing background music as well. Last thing, being self-involved here, there's another spinoff that is coming, which is like an intimate sit-down with artists breaking down their projects song by song. It's called The Listening Party. These will not be coming out all the time. This will be like maybe once every few months, but it'll be me sitting down with the artists as they break down each one of their songs on that project. Uh, the first one comes out September 3rd, talking to singer Edson Sean, and we broke down his EP, Relax, Relate, Release. Woo! A lot of talking. So I'm going to shut up because right now, my man EZ's got something to tell you. Here on the radio show, we support those trying to make things happen for themselves. And if you are looking for a good read, make sure you check out the book from our friend of the show, Charletta Denise, called No Makeup, Unveiling the Woman Behind the Mask. It's a story of pain, struggle, and and ultimately redemption. You can order the book in paperback or Kindle version via Amazon. All right. And that was a great interview.
It was. It was a great interview. I mean, we've done some good ones. That's, that one is right up there, so make sure it's in the archives to check out Charlotte Denise. All right, Triple Player Music coming around the corner, underground here. So last week um, we played Tasty Too Cold, and it got cut off because Blog Talk gone Blog Talk. So we're going to play that song in its entirety this week, and I promise it won't get, get, get cut off. Then we have somebody making their Aftermath debut, Ronnie Gist, uh, artist, going to play a song called About That. And then we're going to finish our trio of songs with Carrie Ann Sang with Runaway. Ooh, man, I'm doing a lot of talking. This break cannot come fast enough. So uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to have Cujo, Snack Plug, and more insane nonsense because we were very serious in that first segment. So please just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. Back with that Snack Plug in just a second. Get run that back. Uh, yeah. Ice on me too cold. I think I need a mind clear. Uh, my breath is too high. I think I need some lung care. Uh, just watch for the snakes. Fuck all the fakes. Uh, just stack up that cake. Let all the broke niggas pay. Uh, put that broke bitch in line. I make a wait for a date. Uh, she wanna go get some cake. I hope that bitch got what it takes. Uh, I was doing too great. They trying to see what I make. Hey, used to want me replaced, but now they won't eat on my plate. No, I don't talk a lot. I let my money do the talking for me, baby, but my diamonds, they spark a lot. Most of these lame-ass niggas lying to these bitches, boy, you a fucking lie. Nigga lose one zip on the whole flip, then you know that he's suicide. Nigga touch mine and it's do or die. Know the way that I get it, my nigga, I handle my business and still don't wear suit and tie. Can't no nigga do better than me and not. Got a solid ass bitch that'll testify. If I have a bad week, I go overtime. Nothing but working in overgrind. Put my hands on my knees in the dirt for mine. So I make all them bitches go work for mine. Yeah, yeah. Ice on me too cold, I think I need a mind clear. Uh. My breath is too high, I think I need some lung care. Uh, just watch for the snakes, fuck all the fakes. Uh, just stack up that cake, let all the broke niggas pay. Uh, put that broke bitch in line, I make a wait for a date. Uh, she wanna go get some cake, I hope that bitch got what it takes. Uh, I was doing too great, they tryna see what I make. Hey, used to want me replaced, but now they won't eat on my plate. Uh, no, I cannot relate like I'm Uncle Ruckus Get straight to that bread like I'm in a hurry No, them flies on me dead, but I'm never weary Can't speak on them pussies, that's in the store We gon' spin and get rich like the will of fortune How you gon' boss up if you niggas roachin' I just pulled the 24, thing I'm COVID And put in my OG, I'm OG I smoke out the whole pee, my neck all are frozy I'm in full like it came out the freezer Stay focused, take care of your people Street coaster, I stay with a heater Just made four by four like a diesel Go trap out that bill like it's legal Tryna see everything but them people yeah, ice on me too cold, I think I need a mind clear Uh, my breath getting too high, I think I need some lung care Uh, just watch for the snakes, fuck all the fakes Uh, just stack up that cake, let all the broke niggas pay Uh, put that broke bitch in line, I make a wait for a date Uh, she wanna go get some cake, I hope that bitch got what it takes Uh, I was doing too great, they tryna see what I make Hey, used to want me replaced, but now they won't eat on my plate. 
Yeah. <laughs> Trey Four Shit, man. Ronnie G. Yeah. Boy, you ain't really, really about that. Cause I'm really, really about that. Put that muscle with your mouth at. Now let's see if you can talk back. Talking slick, don't allow that. Fuck around, push a nigga brow back. Catch him slipping, I'ma blow that. I don't give a fuck with a crowd at. Gun come up, it's man down. Get the seeds and knock a man down. Knock him and his man down. And I ain't thinking about the can now. When it's up there, it's up there. Pussy nigga, but stand down. Cause when I air shit out, nigga, I just air shit out. And I really don't care about blowing up a nigga whereabouts. Me and my niggas ride out. Fuck around and blow a nigga out. I be out here, I don't hide out. Tell me what the fuck I gotta lie about. I said what I said out of my mouth. What's the nigga would come to my house? Can we see the blow a nigga mind out? They be like, boy, you so crazy. I be like, fuck you, baby. I was born in the 80s. So bullshit, not tolerated. No bitch, say I'm a favorite. Say your dick got a style like Avery. Don't trust her, so I'm smashing with a latex. I ain't the one for the beef shit. Fuck around, turn to the street shit. Don't talk, let's take speak, bitch. Hate when the pussy niggas see this. Better know I'm respect. Never been scared of rejection. Man, these niggas on labels. All they got was a nigga. Dope boy, like so hectic. Ain't y'all better respect this. I'm a ball for the check-in. Tell Gucci man, cause the check, bitch. Last ain't nigga here is pop pop. Then his head gone like a drop top. I stop traffic like a bad bitch with no bra in the crop top. Boy, you ain't really, really about that. Cause I'm really, really about that. Put that muscle with your mouth at. Now let's see if you can talk back. Talking slick, don't allow that. Fuck around, push a nigga brow back. Catch him slipping, I'ma blow that. I don't give a fuck with a crowd at. Holy moly, guacamole. Guess I be blowing, guess I be rolling. Don't wear a roller. Haters is falling. Spit like I'm chosen. My heart is frozen. My wrist is frozen. Pole, I be told. Can't get me closing. If you opposing, shit is not know Bitches be on me. Money be on me. Pistols be on me. Don't need an army. I am an army. Dare for party. If it's not on me, chair in my pocket. Popping baloney. Niggas baloney. Bitches is phony. I'm for my fam. Whenever they call me, shit is appalling. Way I be balling. No way I'm falling. No way I'm falling. Boy, you ain't really, really about that. Cause I'm really, really about that. Put that muscle with your mouth at. Now let's see if you can talk back. Talking slick, don't allow that. Fuck around, push a nigga brow back. Catch him slipping, I'ma blow that. I don't give a fuck with a crowd at.
show appreciate y'all checking us out you just listened to a triple play of underground music that's all we play here on the show you just heard from Taski, too cold ronnie gist about that and the last song on that triple play was carrie ann sing with run away all right all of those artists name will be names will be in the podcast description so uh, if you want to check them out on all streaming platforms title spotify Deezer, Apple Music, they're all available there. It'll be in the uh, podcast description. You got the whole crew here. You got the jerk, Tiki Blue, EZ, ATL Diva, your boy Cujo, and I'm M16. Appreciate y'all out there. Um, if y'all want to hit us up, you can do that via text 678-800-1677 or send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. All right, coming up, as the jerk always says, it's a beloved segment of the show we got your boy Cujo he's about to be coming through with his snack plug and um well he can't do snack plug without his theme song Cujo take it away thank you so kindly sir great introduction as always I'm here to talk about something that some of you may or may not be have have seen in the stores uh I haven't heard much chatter about it out on the streets, so, you know, I figure I might be able to plug a couple people. Um, Fruity Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms is a cereal staple for a lot of people. Everybody loves Lucky Charms. If you don't love Lucky Charms, you're not Christian. You're un-American. Any other insult I can throw you away if those are considered. Damn, Cujo, you should be speaking on the at the RCM. Exactly. Keeping in that scene. If you want to keep What's cereal the Can he get up the RNC? RNC. You know what you mean. Know, smoke those people standing in, going to the RCN. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Cujo. Sorry. 
All good. But we're here to talk about the fruity lucky charms, and we're here to keep cereal great or great in Trump era. These I was not blown away by. Um, very berry, citrusy kind of taste that you would find in most fruity cereals, like a Trix or um, something like that. Um, it really did remind me of Trix with marshmallows in it, and they, funny enough, they do have a Trix with marshmallows. So it's corn, it's not oat. The original Lucky Charms, you know, is oat. Uh, they got the oat pieces and the marshmallows. This one is corn pieces with marshmallows. Um, not a chemist, I'm not sure the decision behind it in terms of like the berry flavoring maybe sticks to the corn a little better. Anyway, I don't like it as much as the oat. Um, and it had a funny aftertaste for me. Somebody else that tried to say they didn't taste it, so I'm not, I don't know. Maybe it varies from individual, maybe it was somebody. But it turned me off. I ain't want to eat it no more, so I did not. Um, aside from that, I'm plugging you to it to, to, for you to get the taste of it, and and maybe you like it if you're a fan of tricks and other fruity cereals. For me personally, the MVP fruity cereal with marshmallows will always be Fruity Pebbles. Marshmallow Fruity Pebbles is undefeated right now. Um, this is maybe a second string contender. But, yeah, that's what we're on. Fruity Lucky Charm, give it a try. Fruity Pebbles, correct me if I'm wrong, is that the one that makes your milk look like a tie-dye t-shirt by the time you finish? <laughs> makes your what? Look like a tie-dye t-shirt? That is, that is correct. <laughs> Your bowl of milk. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, if you let it sit that long, because if you don't eat fruity pebbles within like the first thirty seven seconds that the milk hits it, then you're eating a bowl of mush. So Ugh. Yeah. Disturbing. And I still like it. Because I'm I'm eating it fast anyway. I'm not letting it sit that long. Mm. Well, well, well. Thank you, Cujo, for that. And the fact that it turns to mush very quickly means I'll probably will not be trying it. Shout out to my fellow no texture they, eaters they, everywhere. Hello, <laughs> who eats? Huh? Texture eaters, like people who have issue with textured food. Like, ah, got there's it, a lot of food it. I don't eat because of the texture, and that will be one of them. Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. I, I am very close <laughs> to someone who is exactly like that. So yeah. <laughs> Don't do it, can't do it, ew. Yeah. I can't do it. So speaking of what else I cannot do, um, I wanted to tell y'all about uh, another Karen situation. Are y'all ready to hear about another Karen situation? Don't all speak at one time. This is Go for it, girl. Go for it. Thank you. Thank you, Tiki, for the support. Well, so usually the Karens on this show involve uh, a white lady calling the police on a, a black person for just purely existing. But this Karen, this Karen's different. This Karen is from Ashtabula, Ohio. Population 18,000. However, she is a mail carrier for uh, the Postal Service. It's federal. And you know what she got caught doing? You know, times is hard. I guess they didn't have enough routes, you know. The, the postal service is kind of, you know, touching goal as far as they're going to survive, you know. But she got uh, sentenced um, 
recently for selling crack cocaine from her work vehicle. And her punishment, and and this is what, she she was a postal worker. Like, she delivered your mail, and she was delivering some other stuff on the side. She's delivering that white horse to her fellow uh, peers. I really want to know how she got to the RNC. (laughs) I bet everybody in that little city is is, is with the RNC, probably. Speaking of that, she only got two months, two years probation. So she's not even going to do jail time for this. And I'm pretty sure that's a serious federal offense because you get way more jail time when other people actually ship, you know, drugs through the Postal Service. You get serious time for that. But she actually works for the federal government distributing, because, you know, distributing charges for federal offenses are extremely. A time bearing, and she ain't gonna do no time. She just get two years probation. Mm, mm, mm. She must have Did a really. She, I mean, she must have a very thick black book. So she's got names <laughs> and phone numbers of people who are clients that really don't want that information getting out. I mean, but one, I want to know how she was also, caught. In the white. article, mm-hmm, the article doesn't say how she got caught, and. In a town with 18,000 people, I mean, somebody must be cousins, uncles, aunties, or something. Or maybe it's because she knew the people she was selling to was going to be an issue. Hmm, what do you think? Or maybe if there's only 18,000 people in the town, she's the only <laughs> postal delivery person. So they need to hurry, hurry up and get back to work. <laughs> in like two years they long, just like, need to get back out there. water. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're going to push on probation for a couple of months, but we really need you to get back to work. We don't have time to train somebody else. You know, let's just the get thing, to it. slapped on the wrist and say, don't do it again. The thing that makes her a Karen to me she gonna do it again. is the fact that she apologized. And she's like, oh, this is just the best thing that could have happened to me because I would really face on my drug addiction head on. Really? Wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah, don't really feel sorry. I mean, she got charged with trafficking, though. Like, trafficking is a heavy charge. Like, I mean, she, I, I mean, they, they real slick. They don't say how much she got caught with or anything. Hmm. Two His years. Brothers you out think here it was... doing time for life, and all they had was like a half an ounce of uh, marijuana. And she is thought, trafficking thought... in a government vehicle. Yes. I'm done. I'm done with the world. I really, I really want to post this on a public platform and say how sway, like how somebody please. And then I'm like, okay, how is this even possible when, okay, so let me ask this ignorant question because maybe I don't know. Have the mandatory sentences been changed? Like are they non-existent anymore? Because, you know, we had black and brown people going to jail for with mandatory sentences and the judges really couldn't Give probation and stuff. Oh, I don't know. And see, you know, people doing mandatory 10 for weed. This is cocaine trafficking. So I'm like, how the hell did you get two years probation? There's, there's a white, there's a white clause in there that uh, you gotta read. <laughs> sub, there's sub, always subsection. a white clause. Damn, I Subsection it. W. I, I really want to know. I'm like, it really does seem to me like she may have been delivering to 
some people who have who are in people who are in positions of power that she could have ratted out. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Outside of that, I mean, you're committing yeah. a crime with federal property, so that should have automatically become a federal case, but it didn't. I don't know how that didn't happen. Mm. I guess maybe because she didn't know. cross state lines. I don't know, but and you didn't say crack. You said cocaine. That's the expensive stuff. So whoever she was dealing with, right. they have actually been. Because you can deface a, mean, one of those blue mailboxes and it's, it's considered a federal crime. I don't think it has anything to do with crossing state lines. Like I can go oh, up and draw. Yeah, I can grow up and draw and draw graffiti on one of those blue mailboxes. I'm and, just. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just looking up. at. Um, I'm just looking at how old this courtroom looks like, and it looked like this would probably be a meth case instead of a cocaine case, but that's just me. Me profiling. I'm just saying. The courtroom looked yeah, like it's was, still in 1985. Some, the customer was, uh, <laughs> there was a customer on the bench. It's a jerk. Yeah. And also, that's also what I'm thinking. Wife. I Probably agree. And <laughs> say she had some dirt on somebody that she probably was gonna have to name. As she a was customer. a business person. She she kept receipts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like high five. Like. <laughs> well, apparently she could, and I'm like, dang, where's she getting it from in this little town? This is interesting. Mm-mm. Wow. Well, usually in small towns like week. that, usually in small towns like that, uh, the judge is like their cousin or their uh-huh. brother-in-law, or some shit. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what happened there. They probably went to school together and everything. Wow! So drugs well. from her mail truck along her route. Mm mm mm. Well, I got in drugs other, for sale. We don't have, we don't have Mountain Dew, ice cream, and Keto. <laughs> Tiki, and what other news? I was going to say, in other white people news, can we jump to Jerry Falwell? Because that story cracks me up. There's more white people huh? doing white people shit. <laughs> so, Falwell or Falwell? It's Falwell. Oh, okay. Um, so, so Jerry and his Jerry wife, and his apparently, wife. you know, he were, he was the uh, chancellor and is the president of Liberty University in Virginia. You know, he's been under fire recently because he posted a picture a few weeks ago with his pants unzipped and a picture of his, was it his wife's assistant or something like that? She was half naked as well. And then took it back what? down because the internet went crazy, and he said that it was just a joke, blah blah blah, whatever. What? So apparently, uh, for years, he's um, he and his wife. Are, are, does this make them swingers? I don't know if, he, if it necessarily qualifies him as being swingers, but apparently Jerry likes to watch while his wife is getting it from a little young boy, right? A little um, and so. The young dude apparently is now finally coming out saying, hey, I've been sleeping with his wife. Well, he says that he had an intimate relationship with the couple. Personally, mm. I thought he was about to say that he was giving it to both of them, right? And I was going to be like, oh, my oh. God, these white Christians going to be all over themselves for real, right? Until I read the story, and I was a bit disappointed to learn that he was only giving it to the wife. 
and Jerry was over in the corner watching. I'm not going to lie. I might be sick and twisted and perverted or whatever, but I just knew it was going to be extra juicy, but it wasn't, and I was a bit disappointed. Anyway, so he's been sleeping with dude's wife for years. Jerry over in the corner watching it, smoking a cigar, you know, drinking whatever, probably jacking off his head. Oh, did I, can we say that? I don't know. Anyway, so. Wait, for you drew the line, jacking off? That, 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 that's the line that we draw on? That that's the we one. Said, fucking oh, hold up, y'all. Hold up, y'all. Four letter words. We lost our sponsors a long time ago. The evangelicals have totally stopped listening to this station. Like, I mean, probably three shows ago. <laughs> they stopped listening when we stopped, when we was uh, out there with cinnamon and the wings. A girl. What? Yeah, PBS Kids Are and we? ABC Mouse dropped us a while ago. Long time ago, long time ago. <laughs> I just got they the letter from Disney my Plus, account. y'all. Mm. They're going to take the other way, too. But anyway, so do, you know, they try to keep them in the loop. So they were like, hey, we'll bring you to our business venture if you keep this quiet. He's like, okay. So he jumps in this business venture, but I guess they tried to shaft him some, some, on some money. So he was still like, you know what? I'm still finna get my money, and I'm finna, I'm still finna snitch on y'all. I'm telling everybody that y'all some freaks. This is what y'all like to do at the house. Uh, and y'all started with me when I was only 20 years old. He's like, what, 28, 30 now, something like that? Or it went on for like eight years. So he, I think Dang. he's like 34, something like that now. I know, right? I do in the house for eight years. They've been flying, dude, all over the country. He's been like everywhere they go. He's been going all kinds of places. They've been going to, like, Miami and stuff. And I think they what they met him at, like, Mar-a-Lago or something like that. So it's all kind of, of sick, twisted stuff did. going on. Of course, of course they, they did. did. Of course. So, like, Mar-a-Lago. you know, this just <laughs> this cracks me up. And, you know, just the stuff that white people do out there these days. But have y'all have y'all heard, did y'all read this story? What do y'all do? What do you think about it? Easy, what you think? Mm, mm, mm. I think it, it I think homie it? deserves oh. a lot of credit uh, credit because he literally played along with it and still ended up winning. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I got y'all. I'm gonna keep it a secret." And man started getting <laughs> six figure checks and then snitched on him. And they still haven't let him go from the business. As far as Mm-mm. I know, he's still with the company. Because, you know, I mean, it looks like you're guilty, right? So, kind of have to hold on. So, it's like the white, the white, the white Will Smith, Jada, I mean, and August Alcina kind of thing? Yes, but... Yeah, um, ain't no money involved. <laughs> the yeah, but not, not as juicy. This this sounds like modern-day sex slavery, to be honest with you, because they were flying them out to, like, different places and, <laughs> like, ordering him I on mean, requests. I mean, technically... <laughs> I mean, most couples, you. they do pay the dudes, and the dudes get, like, you know, those kind of privileges and stuff, basically. I mean, he, he played it right, though. This this man, a, a high-class mm-hmm. sex play. That man said, I need a, a percentage <laughs> of your business. That's smart. That man thinking into the future. Y'all, y'all need to get up on that. I Those mean, of y'all out there that participate in that, y'all might need a... Up the asking price. <laughs> oh my gosh. She okay. So first of all, the beautiful part of this story, Tiki, that really had me rolling is this whole name is Becky. 
with an I. So it's so befitting, even though technically they're trying to say Becky is an offensive term, but yeah, okay, whatever. So is what Karen's offensive. I'm like, how do regular people names you find offensive, but whatever. So first her name is Becky. So she did admit to having the affair talking about, I wish Christians and people would be as forgiving as Christ was. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And we don't have Becky Buffalo queued up. Let me throw this a slightly different. Hmm. So let me throw this at a slightly different angle. Eight years, if if that was the number, it's a pretty extensive relationship. There's a thing called a seven-year itch where apparently in long-term <laughs> relationships over seven years, things get a little weird and people want to try something new. He's been in this mm-hmm. relationship for eight years and wants to rat. How possible is it that they were getting ready to exchange him? He's like, oh, hell no. They were getting ready to, he was getting no. a little too old. And they're like, you know what, we need to, we've been thinking about it. We need a younger model. And then he's like, uh uh-uh, y'all ain't doing this to me. Let me, throw, let me throw a twist on top of taking that. taking care of him. Yeah. Twist on top of that. For eight years, Jerry just sitting over there look, watching them in the corner. What was he <laughs> doing for eight years? Who has he been giving it to for eight years? Or who's been giving it to him for eight years? He, because I bet you 100% a man just out and be like, hey, he had you know, a lineup too. I bet you he had a lineup too. Because apparently there's a but, photo of him with a girl that went viral, and a lot of people were like, holy hell, this guy's posting photos like that. 2020 is out of pocket. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say he was on some kind of meds that caused him to be delirious and that he didn't realize he posted pictures. And when he came to, to his own recognizance, he realized that that was a mistake. Right. Okay, so now I'm looking at his So now I'm looking at this article Okay, so he resigned And then he unresigned So He said he didn't technically resign But then it was reported that he did And then I guess he had an epiphany from God Or something, I don't know And then he went back and was like, okay, yeah, I am resigning So this just seems like, okay, so let me just put it to you like this from my perspective. you got rich white people who took advantage of a young dude's situation by offering him money to basically, you know, have sex with his wife. They were consistent with the agreement until they weren't. So when white people get ready to feel like they don't have to keep their agreement with you anymore and that they're more powerful than him, they basically called his bluff and he returned the favor by actually going public with it. And then they were trying to buy him out. And I don't think they held up their end of the bargain. And he was just like, F it. So basically I'm pretty sure they tried him and he was like, I am not the one. So flex this. And he told because that just it seems like what happened. I mean, because if they were taking care of him financially the whole time, he had no reason to open his mouth. I think they said or did something disrespectful to him, and he was like, oh, see, y'all, let me tell you what you're not going to do. And he put their stuff on Front Street. Now they're running around scrambling, trying to ask evangelicals for uh, forgiveness. And I'm embar- How are you embarrassed 
bitch, you were sleeping with another dude for eight years. It wasn't a one-time thing. Y'all didn't have an argument or, you know, you didn't just, like, uh, have a seven-year itch. You, this was a whole thing. You're just embarrassed you got caught. I don't know. And they did, say some, they did say something offensive to him. They told him he was getting too old and they wanted a new model. And he just reacting out of jealousy. That's all it is. <laughs> well, they still could have paid him, though. He probably would have went away for right. a certain amount of money. And then they got to pay both right. of them? Oh, no. Well, I like, mean, if you ain't providing services, they ain't going to pay you. Well, this is a I thing. mean, if they were paying him okay, to stay I'll quiet, they're going to have example. to pay somebody else to stay quiet. They ain't going to pay two people hey. at the same time. What's his name? Pay his, his ex girlfriends to stay quiet. Um, Simon Cowell. Oh, he pays all his ex girlfriends a stipend every month until yeah, eternity. I don't know if he, don't know if he got Simon Cowell money though. <laughs> well, you know, and I think what's his name does something similar too. What's that dude named Ryan Seacrest? They be signing NDAs and he be they be making sure. Well, I do know Simon Cowell admitted to you know making sure any of his ex-girlfriends are very comfortable so they're more inclined not to speak upon the relationship for money. Mm-hmm. That's pretty smart. Well, the dude probably also got smarter as he got older, too. I was like, I could really get more out of these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? That happened, too. You know, he maybe became a little more business savvy. Like, hey, well, y'all don't have to do more than this. Who knows? Very interesting. What's next? Interesting. Yeah. Well, that, I believe that concludes uh, weird shit that white people did this week. White people do. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a running segment. I think oh, so yeah. I'm here like, for it. I'm here for oh, it. Oh, yeah. We have so much content. It's just great. Like, it's always going to be interesting. And, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of they're going to still want to be good people. Now, if someone else did this of a different color, they would be, like, the most <laughs> dirtiest, low-life, low-class, this and that kind of people. You know, they wouldn't treat other people with the same compassion that they're asking for. Let me just say that. No, they did. Top. They treated Jada Jada Pig Smith with a lot of compassion. Her and Will. <laughs> Not according to the memes. Oh no, you're gonna get jokes. People gonna get jokes off. It don't matter what. The, the social media is on social media. They're gonna get some jokes off. But you know. The only reason I think Jada is gonna get a pass for this is because Will has done so much that they're like, Oh, okay, we get it. If Will didn't have any history of indiscretions, I I think she would have got all the smoke, basically. <laughs> but her base are basically cougar age, so, you know, I think they're more understanding as well because they probably be like, hmm, she pulled a, a young dude off the of you know? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, her, her situation was very much more predatory than a, than an actual cougar. Dang, I need to know. I, I really actually didn't read the story, so I just kind of went off the stuff I heard. Yeah, basically he was mentally ill and in a bad place, and she took advantage of him and, and had sex with him. Oh, that way. That's the Wait, story. Are we, That's the one, but we talking about entanglements. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Entanglement. Dang. Yeah, I think that's if I remember right, that's what my wife said. Her problem with the whole issue was was that he was in a weak space and she was taking him under her wing and kind of mentoring him in a way and then just <sighs> attacked. Okay. Yep. Oh dang. Did y'all listen to the song? No, I need to listen or, to the song. An well, entanglement the with, with August. An entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. <laughs> I just finally oh, got okay. these uh, audio issues solved on my end and at the right time, too, so we can stop all this 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 chatter about Will and Jada, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody knew you That's, had audio uh, You just kind of came in and told on yourself. Could have just, well, just, just went on your business. I've been I've been in the background trying to figure out what was going on because then I mean house clean on the air or whatever Tiki started echoing it wasn't me because I wasn't on it, it's just a You're bunch of stuff going. but whatever it's cool still, still uh, housekeeping or snitching because uh, that sounded like this snitching is, more than housekeeping it's not housekeeping when mm. I'm up here trying to keep everything afloat it's whatever I say it is why do you sound yeah. triggered right now like you didn't say anything for like most of that segment and then you came straight I'm, in triggered as hell what and why, I, and why I'm you trying had to, to throw me in it? Nobody said I was echoing. So why you had to drag me in it? My phone ain't raggedy. Just back away. Just back away. Just back away. She's. Just back away. I'm sorry. That was awesome. She said your phone is raggedy. I mean, he did have to get on and off a couple times tonight. He done tried different headsets. None of them seem to be compatible with this conversation. Tonight. No, it, was, it wasn't me. If, if you're reading the chat, you would see <laughs> that somebody mentioned she had an echo as well while talking. But, I mean, whatever. It's, it's cool. Y'all know what y'all doing. It wasn't oh. me. Aw. It wasn't me. Oh, now Diva's singing. Say, Easy, please rescue us. Here's your theme music. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of music, this week we're going to dive into some uh, rap groups. So here are the choices. We got Public Enemy, Outkast, NWA, De La Soul, Wu-Tang Clan, and Bone Thugs and Harmony. So I'll say them one more time. Public Enemy, Outkast, NWA, De La Soul. Wu-Tang Clan and Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I'm going to just say off the rip, NWA is stained. You may proceed. E- easy. Hold on, man. Let me just hop in here right now because I want to I kill this off before anybody tries it and say, well, 16 ain't going to take none of them off of there. I have you know that I have folks that I would want to take off of here or somebody I want to take off here before somebody makes the 90s rap joke. I'm killing that Great. right now. Thank you. Go ahead. Right. talking? Tell us. Well, who, which one got to go? Yeah. Right. So you'll be shocked that out of all these groups that are on here, I really only like two of them. So, hold on. Which two before you say who's got to go? Well, first off, Outkast. Obviously, you know that I, you know, right, right, not like right. Outkast. I mean, that's that's first and foremost with that. And then. The other obvious choice on this one, if you're talking about me, is going to end up being NWA. But this ain't which two do I like, it's one got to go. So the one that would have to go out of all these groups that are on here, would, for me, would probably end up being mm, probably Public Enemy. 
Wow. Hey, 16, me and you agree because uh, Public Enemy is number one on my gotta go list. I agree. Uh, I think you did that. Um, I uh, I agree with everything M16 said up until he said who gotta go. Um, only two groups on here I really kind of mess with. I mean, you know what? Outkast, NWA, and Bone Thugs. Um, I kind of and and NWA and Bone Thugs very. Uh, I wouldn't call myself a fan. I'm, I'm very fair weather. I would listen to their music, but I've I've haven't listened to any albums in its entirety. I guess or multiple albums, anything like that. They singles, all they hot songs, I, I was doing a like. But um Outcast definitely my people, you know, hometown heroes and all that. Um I mean for me it's either between Wu Tang or De La Soul. I'm going with De La Soul because the cultural impact just isn't there versus all the other groups. Public Enemy, I was one of the bigger, you know, biggest groups of like the eighties and everything they did political wise, outcast. I mean nothing needs to be said, NWA, nothing needs to be said. Wu Tang, I mean, their, you know, nineties uh impact and impact on the culture were having all twenty seven niggas in one group and then everybody dropped the solo <laughs> album and then Bone Thugs and Harmony doing their thing for for Cleveland. And um yeah, so I'm going to go with Nayla Soul, man. The, the, the cultural impact just ain't there for me. Dope, dope group, just like I said, it's cultural impact. I think I think it's funny that one of the first rap groups to ever come out, you say they don't have the cultural impact. That's, that's pretty funny to me. But. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Okay, no, see, I just, hey, hey, we agree. Because I'm like, hey, weren't they like the first rap group? <laughs> But unfortunately, why do they not get more credit? Because I didn't even know who they were. I never even heard of them. So, so they get they don't get enough credit. And this is just my my spill. <laughs> Apparently, they have some kind of contract dispute with all the music streamers. So like, none of their music is on like any streaming service because they're in a dispute with their record company about earnings and stuff like that. So. You really got to go on YouTube to listen to their stuff. And that's probably why I never, I never heard it. Yeah, and I'm not I saying they have zero cultural impact. I'm just compared to the others. Nobody's making a day like so vital. I, I would but see nobody like, I mean, even talks about them. Like, they've never been mentioned yeah. in any award show or in any um, nowhere. Nobody ever says, oh, my influence was day like so. Nobody. That's the problem. And see, that was... That was the, the that's the dispute with the uh, social media social media outlets and the uh, other platforms is that nobody's searching for them, so they don't want to pay them mm. if they play. Oh, yeah, because yeah, for me, what I'm saying is for me that they lost all because as far as Wu Tang Clan, uh, Cujo, you kind of nailed it on the head for me. They're the birthplace of MCU. They're basically the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> right. Um, the, the birth of that, but yeah, for me it had to be De La Soul. Cause all of these, all these groups came to the era. For the most part, the, the widest spreading to me would probably be Outkast because they just they still dropping, trying to drop stuff. Yeah, if one guy mm-hmm. go for me is De La Soul. Tiki Blue, ladies. Yeah. So, I'm a little bit 
saddened that Easy didn't say off the bat that Outkast had to stay. Like, they're not going anywhere because I felt like they stand no matter what. I will fight you over Outkast. Look, I think <laughs> look, that's, I will, that's I will easy. Fight, not just you, personal not, pick. I, I don't mean that, and I don't mean that in, just personally to you. I meant just in blankets. I will fight anybody. I, I, over yeah, don't cast. don't think that me not saying they can't, they're not staying off the rip is any Atlanta slander because I know how you guys feel about him, feel about them. They're great. They're just not number one on my list. Okay, all right, and that's okay. But um. I feel, in my in my opinion, uh, I'm gonna say Bone Thugs and Harmony gotta go. For me, only because I'm with you guys for the most part, but I do feel like, and it may be just because maybe I'm aging myself, but I I did grow up with De La Soul, so there was. I got to see the cultural impact that they had firsthand because I was, you know, part of that coming up, you know. So I'm going to go with mm. De La Soul going to stay, and I can get rid of Bone Thugs and Harmony. I feel like as long as we keep an NWA and easy, you know, still there, we good on, you know, Bone, and we're going to keep it going. So I'm going to say for me, they got to go. So you, got to go. I see what you did. So there. you're not much of a Drake fan? You said Drake? Yeah. Yeah. Because as far as people fan. rapping and singing, I mean, they pretty much started that whole thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I can see that. But yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I am a, I do like singing rappers. Diva. I'm so glad music is playing in the background. So much dead air. Diva. Yeah, oh, it's a lot of dead air. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm um, glad I think that Soul has to go because I don't, I didn't really grow up with them um, being very prevalent in my music culture. Um, I didn't never write their lyrics out when I, you know, back in the day when we had the cassette tapes and, you know, you had to press play and rewind and, you know, before Lyric.com came along. Um, well, just to why, learn the why is that the line? I didn't grow up with them. I mean, in my defense, I ain't grow up with none of these people on the list, but I know about them. <laughs> Well, can we use a different excuse? <laughs> well, it's just the truth because they were not a part of. I just okay. So when you grow think, up with people, you may not listen to them all the time, but you know you're aware. I was never culturally aware of De La Soul like ever, and plus they're from New York, I, so I think it wasn't I think was played not, down here. I don't want to. I don't want to mansplain what you're trying to say, but I think basically <laughs> it's like if you listen to the radio. On any given day, yes. on any given station, yes. you will hear yes. all those other artists before you hear any De La Soul. I could not tell you the last Thank time I heard you. a De La Soul song. And I can tell you the one Thank song that you. I did hear, it was Buddy. I can name six other songs from all these other artists that I've heard within the past six months. So I get what exactly. she's saying in terms of if they don't, if they not. Nobody's this hopping thing. in your car no, like, they, hey, pass me the art core. Let me, <laughs> let me play some Taylor Soul. I mean, because we grew up, like, during that particular era, I will say, you know, and aging myself a little. But music was just such a heavy part in a different way in our culture, like, during that time frame. So everything was about music. Like, I mean, MTV, BET, I mean, listening to the radio station, like, 
like waiting on Tuesdays for an album to drop and literally going to stand in line at Target or Circuit freaking city to get an album. Like, and they were never, ever spoken of. So it's like, if, if they don't ever speak about somebody, you just don't know. And like, even when people say, who was your influence? Nobody ever says De La Zoe. Like, so never on the radio, never on music video, never on TV, never. So it's kind of like at this point, how are we supposed to know marketing at all? How are we supposed to know about them? That was my point. And, you know, even, even in, in casual can't... conversation, I can't tell you the last time, I mean, aside from right now, <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I've heard the words De La Soul. You guys get into casual conversation. All, all, the things, conversation all the things y'all are saying are, have, have valid points. But, like, you could really say the same thing for Public Enemy. The only reason I knew about Public Flavor Enemy Flavor coming up. Still around. Wait, 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 Flavor wait. Flavor no, Flavor. you cannot. No, you cannot. Public it's Enemy so comes up like all the Flavor time. Literally, I had no idea why <laughs> Flavor Flav was famous until I looked it up and saw that he was part of a rap group called Public Enemy. That's how I found out about Public Enemy. But wait, I got a quick question. Let me ask you a question right here. People still praise Chuck D and 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 what uh, Public Enemy did for the movement. Um, right. I mean, if I, if I was song still comes on, they play that at yeah. At I mean, rally. me myself and I is the same for De La Soul. Like, no, nobody that's the only it. song I no, really know about Public Enemy. Like I got a I got a question for you, man. If if I was yep. just to come to you and be like, all right, man, ten million dollars, man, but I need you to name either three De La Soul songs or three Public Enemy songs, could you do it? Like, I no Google, just right off the top of the head. Huh. Um, <laughs> I can name you three combined off the top of my no, head. No, not combined between the two. I'm talking about three from, you know, the catalog. Could you? My bad, I was showing. Um, well, because I'm being put on the spot right now, now I'm drawing a blank. So I guess no. I guess the answer would be no. But I know I know three Public Enemy songs besides Fight the Power. If, if, but I if guess, you go to the other artists, if you go to the other ones and you and you ask, you can name three Bone Thugs and Harmony songs. You definitely, you can name oh, yeah. albums of Outkast. Yeah. I can name you, I can name certain certain Outkast albums, I can name you the track list in order. Of course so. you can. Because you, I mean, soundtrack to your life. But if I was to say again, like, and you would, man, like hip hop heads, like I could take like S and Sean for example. If he were to hear this, he probably would have like a, he'd have a conniption because you're like, what do you but, mean you don't know about no, Public Enemy or De La Soul? It's like they grew up different. But, you know, no, we're from Brooklyn, but, so. But know. again, it's not about what you're growing up with because again, I didn't grow up with, with um, hell, like. Sam Cooke or The Temptations or Peter right. Vandross, really. I mean, a lot of his, you know, catalog when I was coming up wasn't his biggest, you know what I'm saying, hit. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, what's, it's what people expose, what other people expose you to as well as what you're exposed exactly. to through, through the media, um, that mm-hmm. being either radio, TV, whatever, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I have not heard <laughs> so mentioned in any it's been a it's been a very because long time. one of the their members I didn't have a dating show in the early 2000s. That's why you haven't heard about them. But but I'm saying even without even without Flavor Flav and and the dating show, people still Flavor talk Love. About Chelsea, Chelsea, right? 
But, yeah, yeah, but that's what, I guess that's the talk point about you're Chuck making D. for De La Soul is the point I'm making for Public Enemy because I promise you, if I never saw Flavor of Love, I would have no idea about Public Enemy. Like I can't name. But the you. difference about well, the difference about Public Enemy is even if you didn't really listen to it or exposed to it, it was, in my opinion, I didn't always listen to them, but just listening to other interviews that rappers did and then just seeing people pay homage to them at music award shows and talking about Chuck them, D's that's how I was exposed to them. Right. Yeah. I, I um, think I think a lot it? of people see, give credit no, to De La Soul. I see like, all of them. Yeah, but I've heard a lot of artists like give credit to De La Soul as well. Well, you're very steady. So, I mean, nobody on this show has. Not, no, I, I'm pretty sure Tiki Blue mentioned <laughs> that she grew up on them, and they she thinks they're still pretty impactful. But okay. you know, well, no, she, she that's a personal experience time. that she said she yeah. had. But you're saying you've heard people speak on them, and we're just saying yeah. we have not. Because Tiki that's and I have different. talked music before off the air, and De La Soul has never come up once in. Yep. Reminiscing on anything from the nineties, I'm just saying. Okay, like, to, oh wait, and to and, yeah, but and they that weren't the nineties. Hold on, and like that they same had a few respect, albums. Now, a few weeks ago, hold on, and that same in that same breath, a few weeks ago, we had this whole conversation about who had to go in black actors, and when uh, was it Jerk or Cujo said Will Smith got to go, your y'all said we've never had this conversation before, so you can't really say that just because we haven't had the conversation or it hadn't come up doesn't mean that it's not applicable. Because yeah, we I, I don't think we've just had the conversation to say who are your you know who you feel like are your rap influences or who do you listen to growing up that kind of stuff like we talk about like you know hey I got this track now what do you think you know like what are you hearing of this now so not necessarily we don't talk about it from like a historical context. Out of everything you said just now, Tiki, no disrespect to what you were saying, but you said something real important that we need to discuss right here. Is it applicable or applicable? Which one it's is applicable. it? It's applicable. It sounds like it might be a done at me question. However it comes out your mouth. But also, I, I wasn't on the show <laughs> about the uh, actors. I did hear, I, I'm just pointing it out because I did hear about it post-show, and somebody chose Morgan Freeman over Will Smith. Here we go. I just, I, look, I, just, I just look. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to know what Morgan, what Morgan Freeman movie y'all are going to watch if it's on at the same time as Independence Day. Shawshank. Who? I can't remember ever so many episodes. I don't really who, who care about Independence Day. Pick a different movie. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do y'all remember who was it that chose Morgan Freeman? Who was that? Itch. I thought it was Diva. It was me. No, was that the yeah, one got to go where Will? Was Diva. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was Will and Samuel Jackson and uh, Lawrence Fishburne yeah, and. I think, yeah. I think most Will of the consensus go on that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think most of the consensus in that particular episode was that Will Smith was the one that. It was. It was. Go. He had the most Will Smith and. Uh, we weren't Lawrence saying Pittman. he was a bad actor. No, it was it was Will. The other ones over him. Will had, no, I, Will I, I, beat him by one vote. I, I don't I don't like I, I said think. I don't remember the winner, but I know that me and sixteen said Lawrence Fishburne, and then I know a few of y'all had said Will Smith. Wait, was it about who was the better actor or who had them. the better catalog? 
No, no, no. Like, one got to go. Like, it was just flat out one got to go. Right, that's the thing. But one got to go, and you take away all the catalogs, too, right? All they movies, all their work. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm not saying Will Smith is the best actor on the planet. Me and and M16 had this conversation before. I'm not choosing Will Smith's acting uh, abilities over a lot of other people. Anyway, I'm not getting into that. His catalog, there's a lot of movies on there that (laughs) I would not. I would. There's nothing Morgan Freeman was in. I'd be like, oh yeah, I might miss that. <laughs> but that's just me. I mean, I mean, no, let's not get it twisted. Now Morgan Freeman got some good actors. He got some though, heavy so hitters. Like, he got some heavy hitters on his resume, <laughs> man. Morgan Freeman does. Um, and he's got man, a, I forgot a long yeah. When last when last time you watched any one of them? He made never he's out. Old. I mean, first man, you just, all, you just pop, up, all, pop up next. You just, you just got Netflix up. Who's driving this Daisy? Oh, so I'm not about to watch, like, you know, uh, uh, Olympus is Fallen and no shit like that. I mean, wh- what are we talking about here? Like, if, if Seven happens to come on HBO or something and I watch Seven because he's in it or because Morgan Freeman's in The Dark Knight, he, if you just start rattling off movies that he's been in, if we were talking about that group again, the one, if you say the weakest catalog, it's going to be Lawrence Fishburne. That doesn't take away from his acting skills, but you could do without the movies that Lawrence Fishburne is in more than any of those other guys on So you're going to do away with the whole I like series. Him. Well, I mean, I don't want to get into that. I don't, know, I don't know, know if I'm getting rid of Matrix. I was not a big, whoa, whoa, I was not a big fan of the Matrix. I'm not a big fan of the Matrix. Everybody's so I don't care if they make me an outsider or not. I wasn't a big fan, so. I mean, I was me. with the Matrix, and you know, I like School Days John and everything Wick. else. Like, I like his stuff. Now, now, John Wick is more tempting than the Matrix because I love John Wick. I love John Wick. Y'all getting rid of what's love got to do with it? Is Lawrence Fishburne in Hell John Wick? No. I mean, yeah. Boys in the Hood. I mean, everybody loves that movie. Oh, I actually saw Do Good. Wait, are we gonna have this whole conversation again? Oh, we, oh, should we save this for a completely separate show? Yeah, yeah, Cujo. Are we really gonna have this conversation again? Oh, I we just wanted to know. Turner movie too. I think we're already having it. I think I think we're already there, guys. It's I think, already yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're here. I just wanted to know. I just, oh. I was curious. I asked that question on Facebook. I was just like, what movie? What Morgan Freeman movie is everybody? Diva choosing? was too ashamed to admit it on social media, so she just Over wanted you to come find her, and you did. And I don't know. Hit what? What, what, what else? What else is on Wilson's cat? What catalog? I, I just chose Independence Day. <laughs> that was a huge movie. Man, I mean, you could go mean yeah. with Will Smith. I mean, the Men in Black movies. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's several that you. Wow, can go wow, with. now. It, I mean, Fresh Prince. Oh, it's getting worse and worse. You gonna get you gonna get rid of all the Fresh Prince of Bel Air just so you can watch yes. Redemption? Hell so, yeah! You can make a you can make an argument. You, but, but you can make an argument that Will Smith, even though Morgan Freeman is a, a mm-hmm. far superior actor, you could say that Will Smith has been in better or bigger movies than he's been in. But I still would choose Lawrence Fishburne out of the people on that group just because I'm not going to say that he, he's not a weak actor by any stretch, but his catalog compared to the rest of them is weaker than the rest. And, and just in my view, if you're basing it on that. How many, I don't how know, many man. Lawrence Fishburne has, with Morgan has, Freeman a, has a pretty good... He's got a solid resume. I, I, I don't yeah, know if you're talking about really Boys in the I mean, Hood. We made last go around is that in his movies, he wasn't the guy. Like, he wasn't not, the I'm lead actor. He was just one of the actors. 
that did I really well. I can't get rid of boys in the hood. You could? Yeah. I'm not. I, I, I'm not getting rid of boys in the oh. hood. <laughs> well, he was in Hoodlum. Like, he's always in, like, really good movies. Like, yeah, but he's I mean, not the guy. He's not the guy. I loved him in Biker I loved him in Biker Boys. Like, I know that was Biker kind of Boys a is movie. An awful That's movie. such a good movie. <laughs> Biker Boys is an movie. awful movie. Awful. Awful. It's not awful. Yes, the movie is horrendous. Okay, even well, the way that they seem full of that Rotten Tomatoes rating, just to really put something Man, on It's It's an, just an awful movie. And the way the guy gets impaled, you're supposed to be feeling all dramatic. And I'm like, he got pinned to the wall? What is this shit? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible movie. I like you know, it. You're supposed, I mean... you're supposed to be all, you know, you're supposed to be all, you know, caught up in the moment. And it's like, really? And uh, by the way, Biker mm-hmm. Boys is a robust is a robust twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. First of all, I don't Mm-mm-mm. think I don't think all the actors were great, but I do think it's a good storyline, and I do like his part in it. He was a good actor. The, the audience Wait, didn't even like you. Get, it. You getting rid of color purple? You getting rid of color purple? Oh hell damn. no! Like, get rid of why y'all yeah, go down that? I'll get rid of all okay. Oh no. I take the color purple was okay. I think we just love it so much because it's part of the culture. Wait a second. Hold on, Kuja. I didn't consider that part because he isn't man, Mission Impossible Fallout, I mean damn. He's in it. You just made this He was also in a night he was also in Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, Man, just he saying. May, See, I forgot he may not he be the quote-unquote lead all the time, but his name being in anything does sell movies, and that's probably why people try to get him in there. I guess. I think, he just, I think he just did a better job of choosing the right role. Like, have you, just like you were talking about De La Soul, has anybody come up to you and been like, hey, yo, that new Lawrence Fishburne movie's out. You you Wait, get hype about that? Like, hold yeah, on, no. check that in out. His defense, uh, though, yes. In his defense, there was a time when that happened. When Deep Cover came out before yes. you even thought yeah. of there was. that was one yeah, of those. Yeah, there was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was a time for that. So, and I, and I, I will okay. say that a lot. What, what, what time period I, I, was I will time? say that. No, I, I will say that Lawrence Fishburne sold a lot of people on the Matrix before we knew Keanu Reeves was gonna pull off their role. Yeah, like that. Prior, nobody prior cared. To the, prior to the Matrix, no. he was the dude from Bill and Ted. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had Bill the and Ted, and he had people, um, and he was what Morpheus. Some other That's, random stuff. He made that movie. Like honestly, everybody's character to me would have gotten lost in Matrix if it wasn't for Lawrence Fishburne. Like, everybody I know who literally went to see it, Keanu, I, but mostly everybody was dressing up as Morpheus. Everybody wants to be like that, just that very smooth and... I mean, we we were black. I think that's probably... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he gave black people... (laughs) A lot of the movies and stuff he did, he... I mean, and that's the difference between him and Will Smith, and that's the only reason, like, we were keeping... Morgan Freeman around is because all of the other people that we had as options were very much so paved the way with movies and stuff during the time that they were doing them, you know, so that kind of made a different cultural impact on us to appreciate them. That's why I couldn't get rid of them, you know what I'm saying? But Will Smith, 
they paved the way for Will Smith because if it wasn't for them doing some of the movies they did, Will Smith wouldn't have been able to do all the stuff he did. But he hasn't culturally, to me, made the same impact in a way. He hasn't. He hasn't. Now, by having his own show during the time he had it, he did because there wasn't really a lot going on with NBC with black families. Not too, too much. I mean, but. So he did or he didn't? In that aspect, he did, but some of the movies that he did, I don't feel like were the same to me. Ooh, I mean, I, I wasn't. I could do right, that. So, so wait, wait, is the argument that Lawrence Fishburne advanced the culture more than Will Smith? Come on now, let's let's put the drugs down for a second. Like, yeah, we can make yeah. some outlandish like, statements. I'm just kind of confused because, like, I, I, you got one I'm point that Lawrence Fishburne gets people frame. hyped. I'm not, no, I never. I think you got the other argument that I'm saying that for the time frame that he <laughs> was doing his one. movies. I mean, I, this is. I'm, I was gonna say this is I'm amazing. Where Cujo, Cujo, we've we've had <laughs> several discussions slash arguments behind Will Smith over the years. So now you're in a position <laughs> where you're being forced to defend a guy who you're not the hugest fan <laughs> of, but you know about his catalog. I'm interested to I hear this. All of, I, look. All I'm saying is, is if if a Will Smith movie comes on, if 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 Independence Day or I'm keep going to that because it was such a huge movie for the culture. I, 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 let me say this: Has anybody ever had a Netflix Netflix night and they popped on a Morgan Freeman movie? Yeah, only if it, was, if it came up with a Kiss the Girls and some other like you know the the thrillers maybe. Long kiss. Morgan Freeman is in the Batman Nolan trilogy. I know you don't. Uh, you're not a big well, fan only, of those two, Joe. But I mean, this is a, yeah, this, I, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, because you didn't like Matrix, so that's <laughs> not. Yeah. All right. So let me yeah. let me give you what my perspective was on that argument. I chose Will Smith because he was the least talented person in that list. Because if, if Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff was in that one got to go, would he be the one that's got to go for you when you think about his music? <laughs> I, I think he's incredibly likable. I think he's, he has a positive energy that draws crowds across the spectrum. But when it comes to just the talent of acting or the talent of making music or just him standing out as a, for a particular talent, I don't think he holds a candle to any of the people in that list. I agree, and that's especially why I was if front, are we talking about like acting talent, or we just like you know one got to go, and then the whole catalog kind of disappears. So if we talking about no, I'm just, catalog I'm just, has to go, I'm just saying that's why I chose him. I yeah, because you, you were know, asking who chose Lawrence Fishburne over over Will Smith, and I'm like that, or Morgan Freeman over uh, Will Smith. That's why I chose him because it to me it. okay. He just well, like that makes it. more sense. That makes more sense. And and again, like what M sixteen just pointed out, all the conversations we've had over the years, I've been on that side of the conversation about like the acting talent just isn't there compared to like, you know, some of his peers or whatever, or, you know. So I get that, but I will give it to him the catalog of movies that he has under his belt from I, Bad Boys, I'm not going to say Independence Day again, but Bad Boys, I mean, Hancock was a big one. The one where he was the last dude on uh, Earth was a huge I one. I Am Dean, Legend. Talk about Men in Black. There you go, that one. Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit um, of Happiness. Enemy of State. Like, I just remembered Enemy of the State with Gene Hackman. That was the And movie. again, 
I was, this to me shows he does have that Morgan Freeman. No, no, he has that Lawrence Fishburne talent of picking good movies. But at least, but more, Morgan, but Lawrence, blah blah blah. I'm fucking sorry. Okay, so start over. Karma's real. I think he has a talent that Karma's Lawrence real. Fishburne has as far as far as it goes, is picking good roles. But he doesn't have Lawrence Fishburne's acting talent. I'm gonna have to I find that, that photo sense. and see who all was was in that. Wasn't Jamie Foxx in there too or something? No. No, nope. Jamie Foxx uh, wasn't. Uh, I think it was I think so. it was Eddie Murphy, Will Smith, Freeman, Lawrence Fishburne. Denzel. Denzel. Wait. Wait, we putting Eddie Murphy's acting oh, hold on. We putting Eddie Murphy's acting talent over Will Smith? Well, we were talking about the he's top heavy. The back half of that career is pretty uh Yeah, ooh, man, there's like a lot of pseudo Nash's uh, you know, stuff on there. But to me, it, but, and uh, I I brought that argument up too cuz he was naturally way more funny. Like he he had that talent of being funny. To me, the only yeah, so skill Will Smith has is being likable. So Yeah, I don't think Will Smith quick, is funny at all. Like I always felt like he did too much. It it was Denzel, Morgan Freeman, Samuel L. Jackson. Eddie Murphy, Will Smith, Lawrence Fishburne. Now, Cujo, if I remember correctly in all our chats, you're not a huge Denzel guy either because we've had this fight too over the years that you're not the world's not biggest either. Denzel Washington no. fan. Not big on Denzel either. Why? Oh, we don't have enough time for him to explain all that. We, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't have a lot of time, but <laughs> some of the – some of the same reasons that we've talked about not liking Will Smith, I feel like Denzel falls under that under that same category. Damn, we do need another segment for this because I, I mean I'm. We, 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 we should we should definitely talk Eddie about Eddie Murphy is the this clear part choice. Part I didn't even know he was in. I forgot he was. I didn't know he was in there. But Eddie Murphy yeah, is the clear but, choice. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he, it was, <laughs> part of it was top. It's top heavy. You know, it's, it's no. not okay. Oh, man. Coming to America, Nutty Professors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, if we're talking about what? acting talent, Eddie Murphy is a clear uh, choice here. But if we're talking about catalogs, I, I'm, I'm still having difficulty not choosing Morgan Freeman. I would miss, I would probably miss Bruce Almighty in seven, but I think that's about where my miss stops. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm okay with that. I mean, because I could I could do away with, with Morgan over – I still need Lawrence, though. So, I mean, if I had to, you know, Morgan could go. But I can't pick Morgan – I can't pick Will over Morgan. So, I mean, you know, in that order. I didn't want to wait about it. I just wanted to – Real quick, I wanted to bring something up here with this great talk that we're having that maybe we need to institute a uh, a new segment – Easy had brought up about our friend from my black friend Devo. Like we should just have a segment where we read Devo's timeline. This one is a good one, and this could send us into random. He writes oh, that the RNC the one... is parading around all yes. seven black friends out there this week. They probably would have had eight, but Herman Cain died. Oh good God! Oh, wow! Oh, that is a groan from the audience. <laughs> If y'all don't know who Debo is, please give him a friend request. That man is pure entertainment. I, I, I know he's enjoying them COVID checks. 
but he he's missing out on another career, bro. Listen to their pod, man. They got my my black friend for more of his shenanigans. Of course, listen to our show first, and then once you get done, you know, go check out my black friend. But um, we we definitely have to have an entire segment so Cujo can break down why he does not like Denzel Washington. I guarantee y'all that you'll be insane <laughs> off the, the stuff he come up with because he got. It's not like he just don't like him. He has reasons and examples and graphs and all that shit. I mean, I don't know about all that. He's 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 going he's going a bit deep. Again, much of what's been said about it can be summarized in much of what was just said. And I think Jerk put it pretty well about what was said about Will Smith, which I agree. I think Denzel just falls in that same category. This is. I, this is when this show is at its best when we just kind of take it to places, and we're gonna quickly take it to places uh, randomly. Um, Cujo, man, what, what's on that mind of yours now, man? You know, random. Um, Nothing. I don't, I don't like how. I, yeah, no, I just, I don't like how. Um, all of a sudden there's like different operating hours for stores that we've been known to have certain hours. I get, you know, I get what's going on in, in, in the world and everything, but you know, I'm, I'm used to my Walmart being open late and the fact that they're not open late no more is, is it bothers me a little bit because sometimes you need to run out late and get shit. And then there's nowhere to get shit. Kroger's Walmart, all that 24 hour stuff. Like you can't do that no more. So, I mean, I get it. I, I do. And I'm, I'm, very uh, empathetic, but uh, I need my shit, and I have no way to get shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm, oh, I'm going to jump in here and go place, real right? fast. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to uh, say real quick that um, that 30-day snooze button that's on Facebook is pretty goddamn clutch, and it's out here saving social media friendships. Um, yeah. Also, side note, nobody cares about your zodiac sign and why yours is the best. Thanks. Who's next? Wait, 30, 30 day snooze. Can can I get some uh, info on that? So, a person that pisses you off, you can click on the friend button and it's an option. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Too much work. I got to click on their profile. I'll just keep ignoring them and let the algorithm handle the rest. <laughs> But yes, that's a that's a that's a thing. Like, hey, yeah, this person here is uh, posting a bit too wow. many selfies. Just gonna unfollow <laughs> you for like thirty days, and uh, we'll try it again in a month. See what happens. Yeah. Wow. Is that? Wow. Um, I'll go. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Wait, why, why was there? Why was there? Oh, like, am I not supposed to go? No, no, go ahead. Oh, so <laughs> I'll go, and really, I don't really have. I, what, what was that? Mhm. Okay. What was what? Go ahead. I heard, I heard something. I heard something in the background again. Um, Somebody's really, definitely rolling that roller, You know what? The hell with all y'all. All y'all being real light skinned right now. Damn it, I ain't going. Bye. No, I was just taking your side. So I was saying, like, you kept stopping because I, I heard what you were hearing. That's all I was saying. She's so pressed. <laughs> okay, thank Jeez. you. Well, then I'll take, I'll take that back. I apologize. 
uh, I will go then. Thank you for validating my feelings. Um, yeah, I, really, I have nothing. I'm I'm not angry about anything other than uh, the light skin dudes like to start stuff with people. But other than that, uh, people just don't don't give in to it. Don't let people, you know, aggravate your spirit or vex your spirit. Don't don't fall for the trap, you know. Otherwise, you know what? I lie. I do have one thing. I don't understand this virtual schooling option and why these kids get finished with their school lesson every day a little bit earlier and earlier. It's not making any sense to me. I know that you all tried to explain it to me earlier this week, but I'm still not understanding why they're supposed to be in class until 2.20, and now they're finishing at 2.10, 2 o'clock, 1.45, right after lunch. I don't understand, like, what the hell is going on? And then I got to spend my whole afternoon doing second grade work because y'all already finished for the day. I didn't sign up for this shit. I already been through the second grade. I got work to do. I got to keep this job. Please keep these classes going a little bit longer. I cannot send my baby back to your COVID-infested schools, but please keep these virtual classes going a little bit longer because I got work to do, and I need her to be occupied for just a little bit longer because time y'all get fin- y'all get finished at twelve forty five, she looking at me to my mama. What we gonna do now? And I'm not playing them on damn Uno because I got work to do. And you already took three <laughs> brain breaks this morning already, and you didn't start at eight fifteen, and you took three breaks before lunch anyway, and you took an hour lunch. So please get some more damn instruction time going because this shit's not working for me. That's all I got. I'm done. But but she wasn't she wasn't angry or triggered about anything though. Just so you know, that was happy. I was not. Um, I was not. I was not. That was just vexing my spirit just a little bit. Um. Well, I'm I'm sorry that that was that was taking you to that point, Tiki. Seriously, I, I I mean that from the bottom of my heart. All right. Uh, n- nobody wants you upset like that. We want you, you know, happy and jovial whenever that might be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put it right there. Oh, this show, this show is always very interesting. (laughs) Maybe if I go back to saying that, then I won't be angry and upset. So, yeah, my bad. All right. Aww. So, Diva? I mean, I don't think I really have one today. Oh, she's about to rant now, too. I'm not. I'm just tired of the rain. I just, I just want the fall to come. I'm tired of having to time my trips from the house to the car, from the store to the car, and like not try to like sweat. I want to go back to wearing makeup. Like it's too freaking hot. Like you can't even wear like foundation and be outside for more than you know, you know, ten minutes before your lip gloss starts trying to melt off into your stupid mask. Just over it. I just. Over it, you know. That's all. I'm 16 knows all about that. You just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Which part, the foundation or the lipstick? Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't listen to don't listen to Cujo. He knows full well that it's foundation that's the problem. It's neither one of those. <laughs> I'm just ready so for fall ready? where the weather's great all day. Was it was it jerk? I mean jerk or easy? Who was left? Jerk and easy. M16 never has a problem finding foundation. By the way, they always have his color. 
Dallas has a shade. <laughs> yep. That light babe. Everybody's a, everybody's oh a comedian. Oh, my God. This lady tried co- me, by co- the way. Coconut, coconut paper. That number you should know, that you, you know a lot about it. So, um, who, who was left? Yeah, you don't I, live, I, live, I, live, I, live, I live with a woman. I, I, I do shop for makeup quite a bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I needed to piss really bad, and I was going to wait till the end of the show, but Tiki was taking too long, so I went ahead and just took a piss. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you. Random? <laughs> <laughs> So he volunteered to die tonight. <laughs> oh, shut up, shut up. Oh, my God. Did you, did you just shake or did you have to dry? Did you pet? Did you wash your hands afterwards? Oh, what my God. And how did I wash his hands when he came back? You know, mm-hmm. he probably just, I mean, I know y'all heard that, that running water. I washed my hands and everything. We ain't hear nothing. Hey, Lies he said. Why do women have such a uh, a problem with dudes that that uh, that like we just shake and go? Because you're not all down your pants we, yeah. and stuff. That's disgusting. Mm. Wow, <laughs> somebody sounds triggered. I mean, aren't yeah, you supposed they're, they're, to they're, shake and then wipe and I mean, you know, tap or something and then you know, where are we wash your hands. Tap it up. Can the can the can the jerk get him? Tap. Sixteen. Sometimes tap. I mean, some people tap the tissue. You know, I don't really know how to make that less awkward. Tap the tissue, jerk. Please save this. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna save this. (laughs) Not at all. All right, Mm -mm. because I've heard a lot of people say, "Wash your hands before you touch it," and then you ain't got no problem. But anyway. Um, huh. As far as my random you never heard that one before. And then you drip pee on it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who's Mike Tyson's famous promoter? He was the one to coin that. Don, Don King. Don, yeah. Don King. Don, Don King, King. Coin, coin, coin that. It's because I don't wash my hands afterwards because I wash my hands before I touch my. But yeah, that's your. That's disgusting. All right, Tiki. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Tiki, you created that problem because you're trying to be a good mom. So be responsible and neglect your damn kids. Just neglect them. Shiva, just paint a face on your mask and leave it alone. Don't paint your face. Why waste the paint? You can paint a mask one time, put it on your face, you're protecting oh, everybody. Oh, God. And for me That's personally, I, I understand. I understand seatbelts. I understand helmets. I understand masks. But why aren't toilet warmers mandatory? The people enjoy having cold ass cheeks. <laughs> and that's me. Are you talking like in general or like in the middle of the night when you had to get out your warm bed to go pee in the toilet seat's cold? Is it good at any time? I mean, if you like it at night, <laughs> but not in the morning, I mean, that's on you. <laughs> I never really thought about it. And, and we sit down for everything. I mean... Yeah, but we're not talking about it. Why are you going to write it? Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Very. That's a great question. Jerk, jerk, well, you don't know. With that face mask paint thing, though. Mm. I, I, I do want to I do want to sit down with you about that and get something put down in writing so we can get this uh, oh, I, off. Painted face mask. I've seen those. I should invest in it. 
the face shield. Cause I've had many thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, like, like what I'm thinking about is like a like a Miss Doubtfire situation where it's like a latex mask that's already your face that's made that's made up with makeup, foundation, oh. mascara, eyelashes, all that's ready to go. Big mama? You just you just put your face on. Right, that's the same. It's Doubtfire, Big Mama, all the men wearing dresses, movies, whatever you want to call it, Tyler Perry, Medea. whatever. <laughs> put your face oh on, and you just walk out the door. And we just put the makeup industry out of business. That's simple. Sort of. I, I mean, so are these makeup. masks going to come in different colors and stuff? Because you know you have to change them up all the time. Exactly. No, what so we're going to have put is them out of business. Again, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna say this patent pending so that nobody can steal this. Uh, jerk, oh. you know. We, again, we're gonna sit down and, and pin this out. But what I'm imagining is that we y'all have need like to this make that mask not hot, face. by the way, and breathable. We, we need to. Have, we're gonna have a face augmenting technology where it reads your face. You know, you, you take hmm. a selfie and we and we scan and read your face and then we print and mail you out a mask and it is your job to put makeup on it. Huh. Interesting. This this could be a Bad and Bandit. This could be cool. <laughs> uh, the other Diva day, I sounded went like those conservative and folks in uh in Hiram talking about those masks. <laughs> well, I was just laughing because this is a random thing I thought about when I was with a friend the other day and I was like, you know, in normal circumstances, you wouldn't be allowed in the store to to look this way. But I had on like a baseball cap, sunglasses, and a mask. <laughs> and normally, you I, would not be allowed to go in stores looking like that. You know, you have to remove certain things when you go in stores. Now nobody cares. <laughs> Who cares about getting robbed when there's COVID? And as a black man, I tell you, I have thought about that many times. Really? Like, I was just like, this is cool. Like, you can wear whatever. They don't care. They're not asking no questions. <laughs> wow. Wow. We used <laughs> every drop of show this week, every bit of it. Every piece of it. On, on every subject imaginable. People might be getting some podcast at, podcast extra stuff here because we got like three minutes of live stuff left and then you know whatever but um wow all right we went all over the place i don't even know how to describe this episode well somebody just texted me and said walk up to the bank teller with a mask asking for money that's pretty funny hat sunglasses mask i mean what are you <laughs> They're really not going to be able to know who because everybody in there looks the same. Well, as a precaution, since, I would say paint had to your wear hands mask, white. Since we've had to wear a mask, I feel like bank robberies have gone down. I think that's because people are getting right, away with it more. Right, it's not fun anymore. I don't know. Well, you know, they closed the lobbies, darn it. Some of them. I have to make an appointment to go talk to my banker. Seriously. Interesting. All right, then. Did you just say interesting to your own story? <laughs> I did because, you know, I'm very much a person who likes to just do everything online, but some stuff you can't do online and you have to make an appointment. And I had to wait like three days. That sucks, you know? It sounds like a trap. 
<laughs> they waiting on you. So are we gonna hey, follow up on this? Me? Are we gonna follow Sounds up on this Aaron Cujo? Because I, I really want him to talk about the Denzel thing. Like we can't just be saying that just to say it. I, I really want to hear him just go off on a tirade about this because he's on the wrong side of history with this man. Greatest black hey, actor of our lifetime, be... and you don't even like him. There has to be a Zoom call because I gotta see these facial expressions from everybody when we talk about this. Like, come on. Oh yeah, yeah that, that just sounds like that, some some woke people stuff. Speaking of that, getting oh. it in here before we get out of here is that um, we're gonna. I mean, it's looking like ninety percent. We're gonna try to take this into video next week. Got a little bit of planning and technical stuff to do, but we're gonna try to see if we're gonna give it a go next week and. Um, you know, might be a masterpiece, might be a disaster, but I mean that's this show. You might get a masterpiece one week, you might get a disaster, but you know, hey, hey bro, just, just bro, just stop. You're not even selling it. I mean, I'm telling the truth. This show is either a masterpiece or a disaster, but it's entertaining. Either look, way. look, look, hey, hey, the 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 where's the audio at? We have seconds left. <laughs> Let's just say bye. We have seconds left. Bye. Bye. Don't put me on the spot. Bye. I said what I said. No, come on, man. I just, I just, yeah. Sixteen. Make sure you use makeup wipes to remove the foundation before you go to sleep, or you will mess up your pillow. Knock it off. He keeps it on. Don't listen. He doesn't want his wife to know he wears. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. This dude doesn't like Denzel Washington. He doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) How can he be credible? I I didn't like him. This thing's terrible. What did you say?